Good and the good day to you. Uh, today on the show, we got How Is My Week. It was very good. Uh, we got a huge Jeopardy recap and a really funny big news with Drew. Let's start the show. Right now, we're going to start the motherfucker podcast right now, right now. I got the intro with my yellow piece of paper. Cut <laughs> paper, yellow. <laughs> I just tried to make paper and yellow rhyme. That was pretty stupid. Hello, welcome to the show or whatever this is. The ramblings of an insane man who is desperately clawing on to some semblance of a career in the entertainment industry. Hello, welcome to an episode of This Week with Drew for May 2nd, 2019. Drake. Uh, thanks a lot for watching. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my, as always, off the top, to my patrons. John Joel, Isaac and Greg. You can also become a patron and get a shout out in the beginning of this podcast and get your own super private podcast. Yo, I only charge like five bucks. It's a cold cut combo. I got a, one tier on Patreon. It's called the cold cut combo tier. Uh, the way I, it's five bucks a month. That's how Patreon works. And I figure, yeah, like, yo, if you like me, like... You know, give like a five bucks. That's about the, what a cold cut combo is six inches on the day that it's on sale. You know, hook me up with that. I'll hook you up with some content. The podcast is free. I do it every week, and then I got another one where I, we go super deep. So if you want to add to the, join the list, Patreon. Um. Oh, and shout out to Com Waiting in this motherfucking bitch. Just the Beverly Boys. Shout out to Beverly. Shout out to Beverly Boys. Bumping that new shit. Your new video was hype, actually, bro. I watched that. Was that KJ Bull, man? I got. <laughs> I'm feeling that it was KJ Bull. Yeah, check out Brothers Grimm. I'll put a link to that in the uh, bottom as well, too, to their new video. How was my week? Let's. How was my week? Well, it was pretty good. I. Uh, did my first TV taping for the CBC. I did two of them at the Halifax Comedy Festival. I've been talking about this on the podcast all week. I broadcasted to you live from my hotel room, and we did it, man. Banged out the set. First one went okay. Uh, they had to go up and they shoot these thing called these things called bumpers, where Mark Critch, the guy from Twenty Two Minutes. He'll go up and then like when you watch the show, it'll be like, you'll see, it'll be like him with the audience behind him. And then it'll be like, welcome to Halifax Comedy Festival, blah, 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 blah. And then they got to be in the audience. There's a guy behind like a director being like, pump it up, you know, like getting the audience going for the TV. And so he does that and he's like doing crowd work in between as they're like resetting the cameras and the lights and all that crap. And then after he does that, so he's warming them up. I had to host. So I'm hosting. I'm supposed to be going up first. But then Sean Majumder dropped by, who's a dude I've been watching on TV. You know, Sean Majumder, bro, YTV, since I was a kid, bro, and then 22. So he comes by, and he does, like, a five before I'm supposed to go on stage, which was pretty hype. Because uh, now, like, the producer guy was like, are you nervous? And I'm like, are, like, are you worried? I'm like, no, that's sick, bro. Like, these two guys are just, like, really good comics, and they're just going to go up and just work that room, like, because they're, fam- like, Canadian famous, especially if you're a fan of the CBC and uh and they're just gonna go up and like work the room and then i and then I, it was sick so then they're like yeah just hit the ground running so i kind of hit the ground running and i was a little tight in the box you know gotta say you guys know i'm a little bit more loosey-goosey i'd rather 
you know, but they were like, just hit the ground running. We already got these guys, two guys going up. So I kind of hit the ground running. I stayed in the pocket, man, and I ran the set, and the words are funny, and the act-outs are all there, so it worked. But, you know, I wasn't feeling it. Like, I wasn't having the juice, you know? I was just doing, I was just playing the song. Like, anybody who's an artist or a musician or, like, uh, an athlete or whatever, like, if anything like that, like, you know, even a baker or, like, a cook, like, when you're in the zone, it's different than when you're just going through it. So I wasn't in the zone, but I was doing it, and the thing, the product is good enough that it works. So I was fine. Uh, and I'm fine with that, because whatever, it's going on TV anyways, and they can chop that shit up and make it look real nice. And as long as you hold it, bro, they <laughs> just hold it for camera, bro. So I held it, and then, um, yeah, the second night we just had a, a bar gig, so we just ra ran out and just did a bar gig in Dartmouth, bud. <laughs> Monty's Show Bar and Grill, which is the name of Courtney's dad. Um, and then, and then it was Saturday and then that was the big day because that day I had a TV taping at one o'clock and then I had to host a, a, the nasty show for them at the casino, which the casino showroom, which is going to be like the, like in between century, if you're from Edmonton, it's in between century casino and river Creek casino. And if you're from like whatever, Ontario it's kind of like Niagara, whatever, 600 seat showroom. And I got to host this show, but it's the nasty show. So I'm not nervous at all. Plus, I've been, I had got an opportunity to do a bunch of casino shows for my sister who runs River Cree. And then also in Seattle Comedy Contest, we had a whole week run of big giant theater venues. So I was kind of already, I'd done about 10 of these shows before. So I was kind of, knew you know what to do in a bigger crowd. You got to, you know, you got to kind of flex it out a little bit, hold it a little bit, be a little bit bigger. You know, um, work the stage a little bit more. So I knew what to do. So I wasn't worried. And it was the nasty show. So I was allowed to swear and say, fuck you and fuck this, so, which was awesome. <laughs> and then, but then, the, so, and then the first TV taping, they have one at one o'clock in the, uh, or one o'clock in the afternoon and one at three, which is normally doesn't sound like a good time for TV. But these have been, they're so ingrained in the Halifax, like, scene that people come for years. I talked to a guy after the show who's like, I come to the one o'clock and three o'clock taping, and I've come to every single one of these since they've been doing this. So it's like a pretty sick venue and everyone's just drinking buckets of beers and it's just like a little low ceiling bar and we get up and the guy hosting it is a, is this guy Peter Anthony who's from like the area so he d goes up and does like some mad like local j reference jokes that just gets him really ripping and this one kid goes up who won some CBC contest and he goes up before me he does all right. And then I was like, all right, I'm not hosting, man. And this was my second set that I had run because I had to sell him two different seven minute sets. So this is the second set that I had run. And this was my more favorite of the jokes. Like, uh, in terms of the two, I prefer this. Like, this set is more of who I am or whatever. And then I ran it, and then I was in the zone, bro. I was like, fuck, blame it on the juice. Blame it, blame it on the juice. No, that's, okay, that sounds like a pipe organ. I wish I had a fucking sick synth sound on this keyboard. Man, I don't. That just sounds like an electric piano. Oh, that's all right, kind of. Anyways, um, yeah, I was in the zone, and we just hit it. Uh, woo! And we just stuck. It was stuck the landing, and it was a call, huge callback. Like, you know, there's a thing that you can do in stand-up, whereas if you make a punchline, uh, essentially what you do is you, like, use a punchline or reference a pun an earlier punchline in your set later on in your set and i ended on a callback which usually gets a huge applause break and this one got a blam a huge one and i was like ah so i was in the zone and it was pretty sick and then we just got to chill 
in between that and then go to the casino and the casino was sold right out and the security guards were such fucking pricks because I was working with some great comics, May, Scaloni, Sophie Buttle, Charles Haycock, Michael Moses. Uh, was That was my crew who I was kind of hanging out with the whole time because we're all kind of around the same age and like just all, f- you know, friends and stuff. So, uh, um but then Sophie forgot her ID, because, but whatever, like, we're the fucking show. There's 600 people here. Like, fuck, man. So this security guard was being such a prick. And then it's like, we understand, like, obviously you're not allowed in the casino without your ID, but it's like we have this festival, like, that we're doing. So we had to go around the side door. And then around the side door, this motherfucker, we didn't have our fucking badges because they, the, we thought we were just going to get escorted in or whatever. There's supposed to be these festival fucking... There's like badge things, right? Right here, you can kind of see that. You're supposed to just walk around with this on your fucking neck the whole time, or whatever. But like, whatever. It's just a little fucking piece of paper. So whatever, we got hassled there. Anyways, the show was fucking sick. The security guard with ponytail, fucking fuck you. And, uh, <laughs> he fucking narc twain ass motherfucker. I tried to get in and I'm like, yeah, I don't have my badge, but I'm literally hosting the show in 10 minutes. And he's just like, well, that sounds like a you problem, not a me problem. And I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to fucking stand here until the show starts. And you look like the biggest idiot in the entire world. Fucking, oh man, just a mi- like you give a person like this mi- microscopic sphere of influence and they just, just run with it. Just ridiculous, man. So, anyways, I was kind of pissed me off, and it, but whatever. They had like some shitty casino pizza and like all these beers and stuff in the showroom. So we just lit up the nasty show. Bang, six hundred people. Pow, 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 pow. Big fucking theater. Hung out. Got drunk at the after party. After they had a donair and poutine buffet at the hotel after, which was so hype. <laughs> just going ham on these donairs and poutines like on a buffet tray style. Uh, so yeah, that was pretty sick, man. And then I just chilled with Belford after I chilled. Uh, I stayed at Scott Belford's house and uh, just cooked and went did a couple bar shows in Halifax. After that, there's like some like uh, just the local Halifax scene or whatever, and just did a couple bar shows there. But it was sick, man. And just flew back. It was so sick. Uh, that was my week. It was a very good week, but I missed out. This week was kind of hard for me because I missed out on a lot of fuck. On <laughs> Jeopardy all week, bro. This is a Jeopardy update. Yo, I'm trying to work on adding the bass in there. I think it should be like this. Wait, wait, wait. I think if I added the bass, it'd be like. Or, or fuck, 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 fuck. Uh, no, 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 like this. Something like that. Anyways, uh, James Holzhauer cracked the mill, buddy. This train is not stopping, man, uh, anytime soon. He came close to getting murked. There was some old dude who 
um, you really came close to murking him. He was quick on the buzzer, and then he was answering. And you see, I've talked about this before, but buddy, no one loves a nice, good game of Jeopardy more than Alex Trebek. Man, this guy was into it. Whoo! He was uh, he was sweating at the brow. You can see he was reading off the question. He wanted to get those answers quickly off the board too. He wanted to see who was ringing in. He was getting all stoked, and this old guy came ripping in, and then he hit the second uh, in double Jeopardy. He hit the second daily double. And uh, and then he put his whole stack down and nailed it. So then it was like, ooh, whole stack. It was like it was the first game in a long time where Holtzauer didn't have a complete runaway. But then uh, but then he nailed Final Jeopardy. They both nailed Final Jeopardy, and Holtzauer beat him by like a grand, bro. Like this, oh my god, it was the closest he'd ever come to losing in a long ass time. But that's the problem is because they filmed Jeopardy. It's not like they wait a whole day to film a new one. They're cranking these out. They'll do like three, two, three, four episodes in a day. So the other contestants are just waiting. Like they have a bunch of contestants. There's probably like three, six, nine. Yeah, there's probably like 12 to 15 fucking contestants just hanging around waiting for their turn to go on. And they're just watching j- j- this happen. They're just watching this massacre. <laughs> and then they got to go up. And they, because they're trying to play his game, bro. Sniping the big clues. Move, dipping across the board. They're trying to play his game. But that's not the right. You're falling into his trap, man. This guy's been doing this for 20 games in a row. You can't. You're falling into his trap, man. You're going to get fucked, bro. Whole tower is king, bro. We're dethroning Jennings. <laughs> I'm ahead of the honcho, the whole tower honchos. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, man, I wish I was better at piano. A jazz organ. <laughs> oh my goodness. Can you hear that? Oh, what's that? What can you hear that? Today on Big News with Drew, we got scientists find cocaine in shrimps. <laughs> nice. Just another reason to get your seafood in. <laughs> that's pretty funny though oh god the, this is they got some cocaine in london um and they are uh, 15 different suffolk they found this in suffolk okay oh you see about them little shrimps in suffolk they're all f- swacked out man all these little shrimps in suffolk rivers they're all f- they're all blowed out eh oh right right proper in molly isn't it um, so apparently they they did a bunch of uh, yeah they did a bunch of tests and they just found cocaine in there and they can't, don't even really know why. <laughs> Obviously, someone is uh, being irresponsible with the flushing of their little cocaine baggies, and they also found ketamine. Oh, yo, I didn't even read that part. Yo, that's pretty sick. These shrimp are just partying down there, bro. <laughs> Could you? <laughs> These shrimp are just getting fucked up. You eat a little shrimp ring with a little cocktail sauce. Bring that to a party. Bring that to like a nice, uh, <laughs> like a nice, lo- <laughs> some kind of like potluck or something like that. And everyone just guys like, bro, 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 bro. We should start a snow removal business. But that starts in the summer to get ahead of the snow, man. That's the problem with all the other snow removal companies is they wait till it snows 
but if we get there before the fucking snow hits, man, who do you think's going to be first to get the contract? <laughs> Just some fucking blow knowledge, bro. Ethereal blow knowledge. Um. <laughs> so yeah, these shrimp are just getting schwacked in England. I just thought that was a funny headline. Pretty quick, uh, scientists find cocaine in shrimps in Suffolk rivers, and this is a new one. This is just three hours ago from the BBC. So you know that's a legitimate news source. Okay, great. So what time is it? Okay, Courtney's got to start working like a couple minutes. <laughs> so I should probably stop yelling. I'm hooked on a feeling I'm high on believing That you're in love with me I don't know how to play that song <laughs> uh, Okay, what's that? Okay, that's the end of the show Thank you so much for listening or watching uh, You can email the show at thisweekwithdrew at gmail.com you can, uh, so, oh, Patreon. Yeah, hit the Patreon up, bro. The podcast is on YouTube, but it's also going through my website now. I'm trying to be like a more focused through my website guy. I'm trying to be one of those guys. And, uh, um, uh, yeah, I should have probably stopped talking two minutes ago. Who's gonna zoom in on me?